When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane, and this is the safe space, guys, where we can empty our man baggages of all that viscous worry. And hopefully I can pour some insight into your ears and glue it up with help. Because what we know about men is there's nothing different between men and women apart from the obvious physical differences. As far as I can tell, there are not really that many emotional differences. It seems to be a societal difference. Guys, talk less. That is what fucks us up, gentlemen. So this is where this idea came from. Originally, this show was like a sort of um, loose women for men. Men sit around and talk about their feelings and ideas. That didn't work because 90% of men don't want to sit around in cardigans with digestive biscuits sharing their ideas. They cringe. They find it embarrassing. If you can do it, gentlemen, please do it. Please dunk the digestive, put on the cardi. Say, how are you feeling, Liam? If, like me, you're working class and you find that difficult... You're going to need to use banter, humour and discussion as like an informal side army into those maladies. So if you've got a guy that's gone quiet, check in twice, just a basic one, just check in twice. You're right, Martin. Yeah, I'm fine. Are you fucking sure, mate? Are you fine? not good enough? You're not. And then go around, forced stellar artois. It tracks with male cancers. Men don't check their balls and men don't check their mate. Just check more, gentlemen. There's no reason to have lumpy nuts and friends who are fucked. Anyway, with that in mind, let's crack on. I mean, this show works by me grilling and interrogating the mind, well, men, before when we used to be in the studio, before some selfish bastard ate a bat. Now we do it online. So I'm drilling just into one man's mind. Singer-songwriter JP Cooper is in the house. Rewind in the house. How are you doing, JP? Nice to see you. You too. Very good. Yeah. It's been a good year. Can't complain. New baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Got a a nine-month-old at home. So, um, yeah, lots of blessings, lots to be happy about. Have you got more than one? I've got a nine-year-old. Bloody hell, that's a gap, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, a nine-year-old and a nine-month-old. So, bit of a gap. In the same gaff? No, so the the nine-year-old's with me sort of at the weekend. That's fine, then. And the little one's... um, Yeah, but he's, he's no bother. He's a little star. He just looks after himself. Baby, on the other hand... He's also yeah. a little star, but he definitely doesn't look after himself. I've got, I've got a six-year-old, which is all the hell of a baby mixed with the personality of a teenager. Uh, so we can't do this show just two men going, yeah, well, you know what women think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's have an agree fest. We need a strong female auditor 
who will call bullshit on some of the lazy generalizations I undoubtedly will go on to make in a minute. Merely to provoke you guys, please don't cancel me on Twitter. I know gender was abolished in 2019 and no longer exists, but for the purposes of today, gender exists. And I'm joined by another singer-songwriter. Oh, my God, I've managed to nab Pixie Lot for 50 minutes. How lucky am I? <laughs> hey, Pix, what's going on? Hello. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Are you gonna, I keep expecting you to belt out. I was watching you just by coincidence singing something online last night. Were you on Instagram? Really? Doing something like that. I was stalking you. Oh, so we... was this on Insta Story are you talking about? Or like... Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That was a little, I did Who Do You Think You Are? That That's on... it. Tell you a couple of nights ago. That's what you mean, isn't it? Time of recording. That's riding high on top of iPlayer. Riding high. Is it? Yeah. People really want to oh. know where you're from. That's why. Where are you from? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want to know where I'm from, Russell? <laughs> yeah. Where you? What was your heritage? Viking. <laughs> Viking. Unless you, unless you watched it, but I take it oh. you didn't watch it. Well, I haven't watched it yet. I'm saving. I'm saving it. Um. No. So I'm from. Oh, it's a long story. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. But I'm basically. From loads of military and my great-grandma was, like, in and out of workhouses. It was really sad some parts. Shit, man. Well, we'll watch yeah. that anyway if it's still an iPlayer by the time yeah. you catch this. Anyway, any <laughs> any music coming out, please. Now is the time to plug while we've still got the audience's ears. JP, what's going on? Anything dropping soon? Uh, my second album. Yes, mate. Second album. Um, Drop in. Goes by the name of She. And it's been pushed back, but it's the 4th of February. So an early album next year. Any romantic songs on there? It's close to Valentine's. Anything I can wane and grind to on there? Always. Yes, <laughs> Always. the girl will be getting that in her ear holes. What about you, Pix? Anything <laughs> dropping soon? My new stuff's coming out next year as well. It's been a long time. I've been writing it for ages, so I can't wait to just put some new stuff out there. But I'm really excited to hear your new album, JP. I love your voice. Thank you. We should work together sometime. Let's do that. We should. I would love to do that. I could do a joke in between each song and really get the audience on site. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a minute. It's Pixie's turn in a minute. But first of all, I want to tell you this hilarious anecdote. <laughs> right, so we're talking, we're talking about attention today. Now, quite rightly, attention can be taken so many ways. In fact, just hearing the word military has made me realise it can actually be attention. But we're going to start with this definition, the behavioural and cognitive process of selectively concentrating on a discrete aspect of information, whether considered subjective or objective, while ignoring other perceivable information. In other words, what a lot of us were shit at school at, paying attention. Looking at the detail and listening, so it's the first thing I want to ask you, Pixie, I always start with a stupidly provocative question that doesn't have a correct answer. So we're only asking from your experience. But do you think women are better at paying attention than men? The stereotype is that they are. They're slightly more forensic to detail. Yeah. Than men. The man search would be the classic funny example. But if you see my fucking keys, Pigs, where are my keys? In front of your babe would be a classic. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's a tough one, isn't it? Because I know it's like very like generalising and every person's completely different. But I would probably guess, like if you put it to a survey, like they do in the jungle when they ring the phone in the little red box and you say, what is it, women or men who are mm. more attention to detail? I would say women. But with the losing the keys and losing the phone and losing the credit cards, that is me all over. I do it every single day. I literally just left my phone in a taxi and I just got it back now. So that I could record this chat. That's not really paying attention, is it? I, I, it's a, quite a slightly different thing. Do you think, JP, men, men are quite good at doing like really short, intense attention and then we're more likely to go, oh, look, there's a chimp with some glitter and walk off. That's what my brain does all the time. That sums me up. 
Pretty well. I really need to, I have to work hard to focus. But the same thing, my wife always losing things. What about attention to detail, Pixie? There's the, what are you like with attention to detail? Oh, sorry. So, so the first question was attention. Generally. See, now I've lost my attention. So attention generally and now it's attention Well, you're putting to music together, so I would have thought... You've got if you're particularly if you're singing songwriting, you've got to be quite on it with like the little detailed bits of it. Whereas with my stand up, like I can't give a yeah. fuck. I leave bits off. I leave out clauses. Some nights I don't do the punchline. Don't care. Go through it like a mad man every night. I definitely do not have attention to detail. I get the vibe that you're like a freestyle go with the flow when you're in the zone. You just come out with all this like amazing stuff. Yeah, but the down the downside like, is if I've cuff. got this amazing routine with lots of little amazing bits on it, some nights I'll forget them or I have a poor attention to detail. Ah, but you you like just kind of going off the cuff, right? I'm, I'm working with the, the hand I've been dealt genetically. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm, I'm five foot ten. I had to develop my personality quickly. I would have died a virgin. <laughs> um, I think it depends what you care about. Like music, yeah, writing songs, attention to detail. You know, can this lyric be better? Can we keep searching for something else? When I'm like tidy in my bedroom, not attention to detail. So it depends what you care about. <laughs> uh, but what about you, JP? Are you, are you quite sort of forensic? Do you pay attention to the smaller things when you're putting something together? Or do you just like let it emotionally flow over you and you hear the chords? And before I know it, it's pieced together. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a process of editing, re-editing. I think generally like being good at anything is is how well you edit it. There's got to be that thing of rolling with the punches, for example, if you're doing what you do. But when it comes to writing songs, I think it's where your standards lie yeah. and when you're willing to say it's done, but then also understanding when it's done. However, that's something that we work on. So it doesn't really stand up for this argument because we've trained ourselves to look for those details. But when it comes to more of a general thing, then that's when the wheels fall off. Okay, let me give you an example. When was the last time you sat and read a whole book? Like, not in one sitting, obviously, but just... Do you have you got that level of attention where you can go, I'm going to read a book today or after after one? Listen, I'm a heavy reader. Yeah? That's the way I got myself out of the ghetto was my English degree. However, after a few minutes, I'm like, I just just refresh that just a bit after the next chapter. Before I know it, I'm looking at I don't know Rihanna's bottom on a yacht on the mail on <laughs> Mail Online or something. I just <laughs> fucking lost it completely. I was reading like Jane Eyre, yeah. some proto feminist literature, and then I'm like looking at Rihanna's bottom. I mean, it could. <laughs> completely gone. Uh, it's these fucking phones, isn't it? It's, they've killed our attention. It's true. Yeah. No, I definitely think it's made it a lot worse because it's just it's just the swiping through stuff all the time. You've got so much information and, like, I don't know, I'm just so used to... I hate that. Have you ever looked on your phone and you can see how much screen time you've... like? How? Oh, oh my God, mine's terrible. Mine was Infinity last week. Can you believe that? No, it wasn't. No, Infinity. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no mathematical number. But a lot of that is work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of that's work yeah. or research yeah, yeah, or, yeah. I mean, gosh, I even write a lot of lyrics in my voice, not in my voice notes, in my notes. So How cool are your voice notes compared yeah. to mine? Mine's are like, pick up yogurt. What about a joke about itchy ball bag? And that'll be my voice notes for the day. In fact, in fact, the yogurt and the ball bag, they're obviously connected. As we know, it does relieve itching. Um <laughs> So let's oh. <laughs> accidentally. I haven't got an itchy ball bag. That was just I was trying to be funny. Right, let's move on to a related word. Oh god, now it's itching because I've said it. Attentive is an interesting cognate would be the posh way of saying it off of attention because attentive is paying nice attention to someone. Now come on, Pixie, 
women are more attentive than men. They're just better at it. And we're talking about straight men, straight women, heteronormative relationship counsellors. Don't panic. But um, Lindsay can walk in. That's my missus because I am married to a woman, unbelievably. But my missus can walk in full, like, whatever it's called, balayage, blonde-dipped hair, completely different. And I, I might go four hours before I'm like, it's something different. Whereas oh, girls are like, is your eyebrow moving differently? What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I get so again. That's like attention to detail, then. But you're saying it's being attentive. So it's like it, I would be being attentive. I was like, "Hey, babe, you don't seem yourself. Are you okay? You just seem so." Oh my god, yeah, you have. You noticed that? Yeah, I did have a bad day. Well, you know, some people are better at picking up that stuff than others. I'm not bad at it, um, but I would say girls are better than boys. Pixie, agree or disagree? I agree. I think definitely. In my life, and like all my friends, I'd say definitely women, yeah, girls are more attentive on that kind of stuff. And does it wind you up if you're you're dating a a bloke and he's not attentive like that? He's loving, he's solid, but he's just, it doesn't read the room, doesn't see the hair, doesn't notice the dress. You go upstairs (laughs) and radically change the outfit and he doesn't notice. You know, you've you've been crying in the toilet and he doesn't see the red eyes. You're right. Like three hours later. (laughs) That's bad. But yeah, no, obviously it's nice. It's nice if you've, you know, had a hair change or something and it gets noticed. Like you would expect it. So yeah, it is nice to have that. But do boys care about that kind of thing or they're not bothered? This well, it's probably a better question, JB. Is being attentive, as in we're built differently and girls are better being attentive, or is it that blokes just don't care as much about stuff like that? Maybe that's the better question, JP. What do you think? No, I think we do care. I think um, I think we're just crap. <laughs> I've got, I've got end of series. I've got four sisters. <laughs> um, so I've got four sisters. I'm the only boy, and I am the only one who forgets birthdays. I forget. Every time. I mean, there's four of them to remember. They only, they only have to remember. Well, I guess they've still got four. But but I'm always forgetting birthdays. As far as hair, things like that, exactly the same. My wife's got quite... She's got a lot of hair. So she can go and get it chopped and they can hack away at it and it'll look the same too. <laughs> um, Fair play. Good honesty. And, and a thing that she's been doing recently, God love her. So obviously she's had a baby this year. And she's like working out, she's getting back into it. And she always comes in, she's like, can you, can you notice it, JP? And I'm like, see, I'm dead honest again. I've grown up with four sisters, like, I'll, I'll be honest. If you go, if I go shopping with you and you ask me if that looks good, I'll tell you if it looks crap. But yeah, she just keeps saying to me, oh, can you notice any difference? I'm like, no, I see you every day. <laughs> so uh-huh. bad, like, again, um, yeah, so I don't know whether that's a, a lack of attention or just honesty. In an ideal world, we'd all have time to prepare meals with whole foods that make sure we're getting the complete nutrition we need. I really do try, and this is not always possible. And this is why Huel is absolutely essential for my lifestyle anyway. I did wonder where the name come from, so I looked it up. It's Huel means human plus fuel, and it's a nutritionally complete food. That's the difference between that and a lot of the other protein shakes I was smashing before. This is completely balanced, which means every meal contains a balance of protein, carbs, essential fats, fiber, plus all 26 vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients. And it's 100% plant-based. I'm not vegan, but I get a little warm glow from knowing no animals died to make it. So I work with a lot of brands, some are new to me, some I'm asked to associate with. Now and again, you get a brand that is actually an integral part of your life (laughs) that you are buying long before they knock on your podcast door about sponsorship. So I'm delighted to talk about Huel. I'd always seen it. I'd seen people necking it. 
And I'm like uh, down the gym all the time. So I was smashing my protein shakes. And all I looked at was the protein content on the side and thought, well, this is cheaper stuff. That'll do me. Then I did a podcast with a guy I massively look up to called Stephen Bartlett. Since then, he's become the new dragon on Dragon's Den. The guy's worth about a chonchillion billion pound. And he runs social chain. Super successful guy. Got a heel fridge in his kitchen. Said, just drink one of those. I tried it. My life was absolutely changed because the guilt that I'd eaten a processed protein shake was gone. It's the completeness of it, the fibre that's in it, the carbs are in it, just enough to keep me happy without getting paranoid about carb loading and the protein contents there. My favourite product easily is the ready-to-drink shake. Clues in the name. It's just so easy. I'm lazy. But all you've got to do is put your Huel powder in a shaker. Can't be bothered. So for me, I can just pick up 400 calories, nutritionally complete. It's not a protein shake yet there's 20 grams of protein in it. Boom, the guns are happy. I can even travel with it in my case when I'm flying because the containers are so secure, I just put them inside, wrap them up in a bit of protection. When I get to where I'm going, I can put them in the fridge of the hotel if I've got one, and I can even have them chilled. But they're great at room temperature, which is also good news. The chocolate one is delish, but the banana and vanilla one also banging. Often when I was on the road before, it was tempting. I might have some like collagen protein, but then I would see a pasty winking at me from the service station. So it just stops that fast food. It's 100% nutritionally complete. So I'm not worrying about what I am and I'm not getting. And unlike a lot of foods that are pre-made for you, it's low in sugar and salt. Even better news because by listening to the, this podcast with me, Russell Kane, you're going to get a deal on your first order. Free shipping, a Huel t-shirt and a guide to get you started. Uh, go to the website. Always wanted to be a discount code. I, I can't believe it. This top's winning the Perrier Award or be on the Royal Variety. I am now a discount code, Russell10. Please spell Russell with two L's, otherwise you're not welcome in my life. Code is Russell10 and you get a £10 off of your order. I'm going to be entering a code of myself. It's my most narcissistic moment ever. It's valid from one week from the date this first went out. So one week to enter me into a discount box. You know you want to do it. 
and this has been measured, and I'm sorry to report, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, that men have lower attention spans than women. And as a result, women are more likely to learn from experience than men who immediately assume they know everything, <laughs> reveals a new Abertay University study. This also explain is part of the problem with men maturing more slowly. I mean, we've discussed this numerous times on this program, but whichever way you test it, there's so much evidence that says a man doesn't even head to the final touchdown of maturity till about 35, and the wheels come to a stop at about 45. I mean, from every metric you can measure, from emotional intelligence to settling down to infidelity, you've got to wait till a man is 45 before his childish brain has finished growing. It's, and maybe attention is part of it. If you're not able to pay attention, you can't learn from experience. Therefore, how can you build that experience into a complete person, which would also explain why women are able to mature faster. Women have a better attention to detail. They tend to absorb more information through their senses and store more of it in the brain for other uses than men do. So men go, that smells nice. That's a nice smell. Anyway, tomorrow's Tuesday. Oh, look, a cloud. Therefore, women generally have more interest in details and pay more attention to them than men do. So I just want to get your instinctive answers, but the evidence and research that's been done back up what you've been saying. I like that. Of course, the other way we can use the word attention is for seeking attention. Now, the three of us are the worst possible people to answer this as we all seek attention for a living. I don't care how brilliantly arty I pretend my stand-up is. Really, it's just about having a thought and just satirically engaging. Whether the audience is there or not is not important to me. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> Love me. Please love me. Um, but I think that girls can get away with seeking attention more in this realm than men. Is it, or is it the other way around? I don't know. I'm a bit confused on this one, Pixie. What do you, what do you mean in this, in this realm? Well, I just think in, in – okay, I'm, I guess I'm talking from the entertainment background – if you're like seen as an attention-seeking man, it probably can be more tragic than if you're seen as a woman seeking attention. It's almost sexist that women are expected to want to seek attention, if you know what I mean. I'm paddling into dangerous waters here. Help me out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What? Well, what do you what do you think? I think I don't. Definitely, I think bad as each other for sure. But do you think? Do you think if you're coming from a regular working class background like I did, you do not want to be the guy who's first up dancing at the wedding? Oh, look, I'm the attention seeker because you just get put in. You're right. You're either a gay man or you're about to be knocked out by someone at the wedding. They're your two fates that night. <laughs> uh, you're just expected to toe the line and keep yourself to yourself and not express yourself and keep your words in. Blah blah blah. It's all on a path towards getting someone's attention and seeking it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I think it's more like um, expected for women to seek attention than men. I feel like I know just as many men that love attention as women. Yeah, I kind right. of think talking, that's like I'm talking shit. Yeah. As it's coming out of my mouth, I can smell the manure. <laughs> JP Cooper, what do you think? <laughs> All right. So the first thing I'm going to say is because it's a semi-recent thing, Halloween. Thoughts: Men and women at Halloween. Ah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. So, thank you. Don't get me wrong. I have a lot of male friends who, well, I don't have a lot now. You know, we're in our 30s now. But I used to have friends, the ones that were in good shape would always dress up as like Fred Flintstone and a thing or a Greek. Like, if I was still dating, I'd go for the girl dressed as a slice of pizza. Mm. But girls love to be the sexy cat or whatever at <laughs> Halloween and stuff. What is going so on with that? That's porn, the exception. Porno Halloween. Don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like it's absolutely fine to have many days, days of the year at one. And I'm not just trying to be PC, but 
I think you know what if you want to celebrate that that's cool but it is something that I pick up on yeah I think I think you're right on Instagram and things the pitches it's like I think a lot of guys just think I want to dress stupid which also is a kind of attention but I guess it's it's a different kind of attention um so the Halloween thing always makes me laugh it's a good one isn't it so I mean a, a sexy zombie just newsflash those of you who played Dungeons and Dragons for a number of years like I did if you're undead there's nothing sexy about it ladies <laughs> I could slaughter you with a 20-sided dice anyway back in the day uh but yeah i suppose that is that is the main that's the main attention but um there are the stereotypes of both comedians and singers that are good at what they do but don't like attention and that is a horrible place to be there's plenty of that's me i won't name any comedians i know plenty of introvert comedians who can barely have a confidence to chat on the tour bus Mm. And as for, like, if they're out in the shopping centre and someone wants a photo, they're dying on the inside. Yet, they're driven to play the biggest rooms possible telling jokes. That blows my mind. Yeah. Do you feel the same way, JP? Is it- so, by the sounds of things similar to yourself, I grew up in a very, very working-class area where you keep your head down, you don't draw attention to yourself, don't be a show-off. Like, being a show-off is the worst possible thing you can be. So, I've never quite shed that. I've had to work very hard to allow myself to... You know, be in front of people and try and share things that I've worked on to make myself better at something that I'm passionate about. To be honest with you, I have to really do a lot of things to get myself on stage. Touring, although I enjoy it, I really enjoyed lockdown for not having to go touring because I find it weird. I don't know how to handle the love. I don't know how to handle it. It's a weird one. I've really enjoyed being able to wear a mask. Not that I get spotted often at all. I drink in the local pub. I ride the the underground. But I think when I was younger, my early 20s, I wanted attention. You know, I had that thing where I was like, I want to be different. I want people to notice me. And now I'm kind of the complete opposite. I would say you've changed. Mm. So, but Pix, there's nothing wrong with wanting attention. It's like we get put in a box like there's something wrong with us. Like I'm going to prance around in an hour's time trying to get everyone's attention. There's nothing wrong with that. It's my business. I can't help it. It's my personality. No, definitely not. I mean, I think obviously just some people are born to do what they're born to do. And if it's in your bones, you've got to do it. You've got to get out there and do it. But I do think there's, you know, like you said, there's so many performers that love being on stage but they're very, very reserved and introverted when they're off the stage. Some people are exactly the same on and off. But there is that, like I've heard loads of comedians, they love like telling jokes and making people laugh, but then when they're not working, they don't really want to tell jokes or no. be funny. Or It's worse the other way around if you can't stop telling jokes when you're off stage. <laughs> I, I, I just, <laughs> can't, just fucking just can't stop. So my, my worst <laughs> thing that can happen is if you're at a house party, barbecue, something like that, Someone brings out a guitar and says, give us a song, JP. Oh, yeah. I just want the ground to open up and swallow me. (laughs) But I kind of hate that about myself. Like, I wish I wasn't like that because you've got this thing that can make people happy. Yeah. Why? And actually, in a weird way, I don't think it's humility. I think it's ego. Mm. Ah. Like, there's something in my ego that is being like, don't be a dick. Don't be a show off. If you really look at it, I actually think I care too much about what people think about me. That is profound as fuck. And and of course, there'll be people... And that's something that I don't like about myself. I'm aware that most people listening to this will not be comedians or singers, but there'll be everyone who has that that desire to show off mixed with the ground wanting to open up to them when the attention's on them at a dinner party (laughs) will be able to identify with what you're saying. It's really interesting flipping on its head like that and saying, I care so much. I don't want to say... 
that obviously means if I like start telling jokes at a party, I just don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Although <laughs> I, that was literally that is my worst. Obviously with comedy, that is my worst fucking nightmare. You know, everyone shut up. You should do a bit. Get up on the table then, Mark. Like no thanks. I could not. <laughs> yeah. I could not do that. Picks. What about yeah. you? Uh, do you? How do you? How do you deal with the attention you get? I can hear what you're saying, JP. I always like if I'm at a party or like in a restaurant or a club or something, and then they'll put my song on. I don't know where to look or am I meant to dance to it or do I go to the toilet? I usually go to the toilet and then come back out when it's finished. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Done that. Yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it? You don't really know how to, well, I don't really know what's how to behave when that happens. Mm. <laughs> But do you find if you have a week where you're getting more and more attention, it makes you crave more? I mean, the I, I was I recently watched a series that Ruby Wax did on BBC where she's reviewing her tape. She talks about fame like an illness, like a virus, like sort of HIV. Once you've got it, you can suppress it, you can manage it, you can stop it killing you. But once you've got it, you will always fucking have it. Even if I didn't sell another tour ticket and you didn't sell another uh, song or no one came to tour ever again, you now have that fame virus, that desire to seek attention. Like it's an illness. It's a very bleak way of looking at it, but an interesting way of looking at it in that the more, you know, like similar JP's background, if someone told me the stuff I would end up doing and the places I've been and the stages I would be on, I'd no fucking way. But there was a stage where the more I got, the more I wanted. I got past that and I've got like a balance now in my head. But it's dangerous, isn't it? I know. When you talk of like fame, I just always think like just take it with a pinch of salt and don't take things so seriously on that side of things. Like the reason that we got into this business is because we have a passion for yep. something, obviously music, and I feel so lucky that I get to do it. And I focus more on that, and then that just comes along with it. So I just don't really put too much emphasis on it. Just go with the flow. Okay, guys, just hold your attention there. We are going to take a break. That is the end of part one. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 